This episode of the Horse Feed UK podcast was brought to you by Fudgy Chunks UK. Delicious, fresh, proper Welsh fudge made with milk and butter. Made to order with fast UK delivery. A great Christmas idea. Check them out today at fudgychunks.com. Hello, baby. guys welcome back to episode 19 of the horse feed uk podcast thank you so much for joining us for today's show in this episode we're catching up with brand ambassador samantha osborne she's just released a brilliant first article with showing world magazine it's all about how rider mindset can affect your riding and what you can do to combat that also in the same vein we're talking to dan from dp sports psychology he's bringing you some fantastic tips Myself and Amy are reviewing Soaked Hair and Farrier Smoke, the brilliant book whose author we interviewed for episode 18. Don't forget to stay tuned for that. And we're also bringing you some brilliant equestrian gift guide recommendations and suggestions. As always, if you want to get involved with the show or you've got any suggestions, don't forget to let us know. Get in touch over at thehostfeeduk.co.uk or send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Hi guys, it's Sam and Amy again, back with you for this fortnight's roundup of what's been going on within the UK equestrian community. Things have been pretty quiet for me over here with Cyril because we've been getting saddle fitters out. This has meant we've gone through about four and we've finally found the saddle that we want, only to be told, yeah, I know, but the year's delayed, only to be told that there's a 12-week lead time, what with COVID and restrictions and Christmas coming up. But that doesn't matter. Cyril's having a well-deserved break and I'm not. I'm trying to jog and get a bit fitter so that when I can ride him again, I'm not huffing and puffing and dying and falling off because I'm so unbalanced. So that's my roundup and update for what I've been up to. You went around have some food on Harmony. On, on your amazing pony yesterday. Got a gallop? Uh, got a few gallops and it, it was great fun. It was really good. But yeah, other than that, I've just been sort of looking online, sort of checking what people have been up to up to i've seen that the charity endurance challenge is doing really well mm-hmm. um the sh- um, sh- shite eventers uk oh, I, love uh, I love that not uk sorry but the facebook group shite events is absolutely fantastic we keep it up to date for then and just seeing what people have been up to if you've not already it's not shite eventers it's shit eventers unite shit eventers unite see this is why amy has to come on to correct <laughs> me and all my badness oh it's just i just love it i love it i love it i love it it's just it makes me laugh if you're ever having a bad day go on there and i think this will tie into what samantha's been her article was about a lot of people have been commenting saying i used to be really really nervous i'd be reluctant to get on my horse and i've seen this and so many people going wrong i've thought you know what it's not that bad everyone falls off i'll get on my horse and it's actually given me a little bit of a confidence boost in a roundabout way because it's so funny and there's not the people going you shouldn't be doing this have you had its back checked have you done this that, and the other i was just like yeah and it's good because it's very you know people just post the nice stuff the pretty stuff and then you know there's a lot more work and a lot more goes into it for that yeah. one picture in rosette yes but like you touched on sam's sort of gone into that and uh, samantha osborne who's one of our brand ambassadors and just a lovely all-round equestrian she's done an article for showing world which we absolutely love which is all about mindset and sort of 
the trials and tribulations basically of being an, a, an everyday sort of rider with an everyday means and it was just really helpful she chatted to dan as well he's he's got some tips on today's show that's dan from um dp sports psychology just about mindset and, and there's certain tips and techniques yeah. that can help you to sort of make yourself feel a little bit better because it's easy to with the short nights you know the long nights now short days and ugh, it has been a bit you've been busy you've been getting out though you've, you've yeah. done showing and stuff but not everybody's as enthusiastic about you well, as i don't you. know if i call it enthusiastic I'm all just plain sh- crazy, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I have been busy. So we went to a clinic last week, and then we took Fatty on the Waybridge, little caddy, to see exactly how fat she is, and it's not good. So she's on a serious. We had, we had a book. We had a book going at the yard. We yeah. had guesses. Who won on the guesses games? You. Yay! D- just again, who won on the guesses games? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> We all like, well, we think it's fat. Yeah, it's really fat. Anyway, I digress. So we we went down to the Weybridge. We know how fat she is. And she's now, well, she was on a diet anyway, but it's extra, extra strict. So we did the clinic. And then we went around Smithford the next day. Mm-hmm. I lent you harmony and dragged you and made you go in the water. And then went, ha, ah, she will gallop up this hill. Bye. I know, it was fun. I threatened Amy on pain of death. Stay behind me, stay behind me. I'm going in front thinking that, you know, we wouldn't go as fast because we weren't following Caddy goes off. No, we still went pretty fast. You did. I wish. Yeah, she is when she wants. She's bone idle, but when she wants to shift, she can. She was like, oh, Um, And then I went to a show yesterday. You did. Which show was that? Walsley Gala. Fabulous, fabulous. So that's a Welsh medal show. So mainly Welsh. Falls and young stock, you're looking at me blankly. What's Welsh medal? So the Welsh Pony and Cobb Society, the certain shows they apply for medal status. So the champion, generally the champion, sometimes it'll pass to reserve because you only have one medal per year. Oh, horse. right. So the it was a falling young stock show and a medal show. So you got your bronze medal, silver medals. So it's only select show, and you've got to get to that status. And then you have the gold medals as well, which is well, Welsh and stuff like that. Oh, right, okay. So they're rare. So a lot of the time, if you see in a Welsh pony advertising, it says that it's bronze medaled. That's basically what it means. It's been to a proper Welsh affiliated show and it's second champion or reserve. Ah, oh, right. Learn something new. Yep. So we uh, we took a friend off the yard, her baby pony, for its first ever outing, and she was an absolute little star. Oh. She was so good, and she had to stand on the ramp for ages because obviously, as we all know, showing drags on, winter showing drags on even more. Yeah. COVID winter showing is ridiculous because everything takes its time because everyone's got to be careful with all the rules. So, yeah, but she was such a little gem, bless her, because it was busy, and but we've all known what Welsh cults are like, showing the danglies and leaping <laughs> about, and there was plenty of that, because they're all babies. Of course. So, uh, we did the, the ridden classes with Caddy, and I took her in the novice, novice ridden sea, and she was second, and I was absolutely thrilled with her, because anyone that's listened knows Caddy is not easy. She's a little stressed. And she ruins herself by just internally stressing and that just comes out as tension. We go 100 miles an hour but don't actually go anywhere and it ruins the actual picture. So we spent a long time slowing everything down. So we got the slowness and now we're working on pushing it forward and relaxing into the contact. And it just felt like the penny dropped yesterday. The there photos was, look fab. There was no... It was Amy Griffiths, wasn't it, that was there? Yeah, yeah. taking yeah, photographers, no. yeah. Um, there was no stressing, rushing obviously it's still green it's still babyish she's five this year should have been a first proper season so she's not done a right lot mm. really and we we have been out showing quite a bit but we've only done working hunter 
so it was her first flat show since March and the difference in her she was just like a joy to actually sit and ride and I felt like I had something to work oh, with nice. so that was good but then we've been to jumping clinics today took princess for a little out in and she was good as gold and just popped round and nice and easy which then lulls me into false sense of security that this is just great and I can jump and then caddy came off the box and went are you kidding I'm really really tired I've tried really hard for you yesterday and now you want me to jump no and she was awkward she was just downright I doesn't always know. go to plan no, does it heck, no she was like I don't want to do this I'm very tired my friend's on the van no so it was quite good actually that we had that blip because every clinic I've had with Penny, Penny Pleasant, that I go to, she's been fantastic. And this time she was like, no. So we got through it and Penny actually said, it's good. We've had this reaction mm. because it's all been great to know that we can get through it and see what she's actually like. Because she does have a stubborn streak and it shows. Yeah. It was good and it reminded me that I actually can kind of jump. Oh, that's good you took something positive from yeah. it no fantastic it's so easy you know me i tend to err on the side of negativity yeah. and stuff like that so no whereas i've always really admired sort of your mindset and things like that yeah whereas i have to it's something that i have to really work at most definitely which is why i'm joining jumping back on um dp sports psychology's yeah. seven day uh, mental well-being challenge again so i'm gonna jump on again from monday i think mm-hmm. and just crack on with that because yeah i've felt a little bit with the bad weather and things like that and you know things stopping because of Cyril and the saddle and stuff it can be so easy to feel demotivated yeah you've had that yeah I've got a saddle get back on no it's not quite right stop (laughs) yeah I've got a saddle get back on not quite right stop yeah it's been very two steps forward one step back yeah but that's horses and that's the nature of the beast that is do we know anything else Amy so they are changing the ruling on whiskers oh because a lot of people Probably After the FEI ruling on, was it the yeah, show jumping, the dress out? I don't know who it's going to affect because it's slowly eking out, so keep posted on it. But yeah, a lot of show horses and competition horses, whilst they get trimmed up, was off the whiskers. They're stopping it. It's banned in the legal already in certain countries. Wow. Germany were one of yes, the Germany is one of the first. So they, they're rolling that out across the UK. It's funny, actually, because when I saw that the F EI had put something out. I put. I'm in another group. It's not shitey ventures, but shitty ventures. Sorry, but it's one that's quite similar. Um, in that it's like quite an open forum, and it's not for for bitchiness or anything like that. And it's called Twitch That Bitch. Basically, you can say whatever you want. I'd got an invite to it, and I actually I was really curious when I saw it. I thought I wondered because I did notice that no showing people were really offering their opinion. Like <laughs> that, that it had come out, but yet nobody in the showing community was saying, "Yep, I think we should do that," or "I, I don't. I hope that this doesn't affect us." Everybody just stayed silent on it. So I was really curious i mean it was quite a mixed bag because i think twitch that bitch is a you know it's quite an international community yeah. so we got a lot from america where it's, it's you know a lot of people don't do it anyway some pros some cons but yeah um i think a lot of it i mean i don't trim my lots because the natives and it's natural state <laughs> trim within an inch of its life but not that much so i don't remove whiskers but i think a lot of the showing community it's one of those things like an old-fashioned well this is just what tradition. we do and this is what we've always done and if you actually ask them why and why it was essential, that's probably why they're staying quiet. This is just my opinion mm-hmm. that actually they don't know why they do it. They'd say it's it makes a head look neater done. though, wouldn't they, for showing? That's what yeah. they say it's to do with the turnout. Yeah. I've I've done it, but I've felt or rather I've had it done for me when I've had a horse <laughs> prepared for a show. But I've always felt quite bad about it after I'm not gonna lie, like when they've taken off around the muzzle and some take the eyes off as well at the bottom yeah. of the eyes and things like that, like afterwards, no, I've never it's never sat that comfortable with me. Yeah. It's not something... I did have a show pony when I was younger, a proper 
combative show pony and we did take the whiskers off her because it was the done thing and we did best turned out and if you were stood in the lineup unfortunately at those times talking 20 years ago plus if you were neck and neck and one had whiskers and one didn't the one we were without final probably, straw literally yeah. one by a whisker literally yeah it gets that Unless, picky so mm. you know it's one of those things so check your rules before you take them off Mm, interesting and if anybody's got anything you know that they'd like to say on the issue or i'd be interested anyway to know but i like you say everybody's keeping pretty quiet on that one at the moment so next up we've we're chatting to sam samantha osborne she's come on to talk to us after the release of her showing world magazine article she's also a brand ambassador for the horse vgk podcast Love magazine though you said it, you can get it free, can't you, Sam said, with some yeah, societies? I mean, a lot of people with their showing memberships will get it. Right. But you can subscribe as well yeah. if you're not. Yeah, no, because I'm not a member and I've not got it. And I asked the question, you know, yeah, you can get it free. You do get it free with a lot of societies, but you can also subscribe yeah. as well. And it's the first of three. She's got a couple more coming out over the next couple of months, few months as well. So really interesting. Do keep up to date. And it was just nice to catch up. Yes. So, yeah, no, it is. It's, it's fab. like a gossip. I do, I absolutely love it. And then on from that, we've got our tips with Dan from DP Sports Psychology. Again, do check him out and have a look on Facebook. If anybody's feeling a bit like I am, join the challenge, please. Like the more the merrier support, just request to join the group. And then we've got the brilliant third in our series of top tips with the dressage coach as well. Really helpful. I've, I've found him great, especially when I was riding, but even <laughs> not, you know, he just gives you stuff and it's a nice little five minute chunk and it's easy, it's easy to digest and yeah. you can sort of save it to listen to later. So no, uh, interesting episode. And we are back on Monday the 21st, which is a week today when you listen to this if you listen to it on the monday just for a quick special to announce the winner of our christmas cover star okay. competition and then sam's doing a special for us as well on the 28th an episode that she's pre-recorded listen to some more details of that later on in the show but yeah until next fortnight from me and amy we'll speak to you soon happy christmas happy bye. christmas guys bye bye Hey guys, this is Dan from DP Sports Performance Psychology here. I'm just letting you know I've got a great new and completely free workbook for mental well-being that's out for those who are struggling in lockdown, quarantine and those in the top tier of restrictions in the UK. You can find it on my Facebook, which is DP Sports Performance Psychology, or on my website, which is www dpsportsperformancepsychology.com It's a really good workbook and it's only been out a couple of weeks but it's already helping people across the world and those practitioners in the NHS. Thanks guys, this is Dan from DP Sports Performance Psychology. See you on the next one. Hi. Hi Sam, how are you? Not so bad. A little bit cold and wet after today riding. Um, oh, where have you been? What have you been up to? Just um, riding with a friend of mine. I've known her since I was a kid, actually. We're on the same livery yard together and we've sort of never been out of touch, really. And she's got two lovely horses there. Um, and I guess it's kind of, you know, ride instead of having to ride both of them in the rain, I ride one, she rides <laughs> the other and it suits us both, really. So yeah. we just, um, granted, we were both quite hungover today. So... <laughs> yeah we just walked really <laughs> it's nice that sometimes me and amy went round Summerford park i think it was last um sunday no hangover but yeah it was just nice mm. just to get out and to do mm. something to feel like you've done something on that day off 
yeah absolutely Summerford's lovely as well so you're very lucky it is it's so so fortunate to have it on our doorstep how's the horse search going very slow what I'm finding is that unbroken untouched three-year-olds are 15,000 pounds these days it seems <laughs> so you know here's me thinking oh I'll get maybe something pretty green but you know maybe like a four or five-year-old and you know if, if I spend about five or six grand I should have a really nice horse how silly of me apparently not oh. so I mean I've, I've, I'm not used to buying horses I'm used to free race horses or very 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 cheap M&Ms but it's been a shock to the system I mean the last time I looked at potentially getting something like what I'm looking at now was oh goodness I'll have been about 18 19 year old and there was sort of about three and a half grand then yeah so I mean it's the same with dogs isn't it the price of dogs this summer has gone crackers as well astronomical astronomical that insane you pay more for a dog than you are for like a Mm. pony at the moment yeah absolutely it's crazy so it, with that in mind, really slow. And, you know, I, originally I, I, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm quite open-minded to the idea of loaning some kind of like 18-year-old schoolmaster. Um, I don't get in an unbroken one. I'd rather have something that's done a bit so I can get going and compete. Yeah. But, you know, I, I was pretty kind of open-minded. And honestly, I just really struggling. It even, I mean, I, I was actually just trawling adverts before you messaged me. And um, I mean, there, w- there was an 18 year old up for sale there for five grand. And I just think, you know, you, you're in your later years, big time by that stage, really, aren't you, for a horse, yeah. for, for yeah. competing. And um, yeah, just, I, I don't know, the market maybe will give in the end. I, hopefully it won't go up anymore, really. But <laughs> at the moment, I am. Um, the only horse I've really got to ride is my new exercise bike in the front room, which has got a horse's head stuck on the front of it. <laughs> Just to remind me, you know, I'm getting riding fit and that's what I'm working towards. Yeah, at least you've got that at the moment. I'm <sighs> not quite in the same situation, but saddles for Cyril have been an absolute nightmare and I'm having to get one made. We finally found a saddle fitter. It's a fourth attempt as well. Um, oh, but God. it's oh, if, 13, 12, 13 week lead time of Christmas. So I'm thinking, oh my God, like he can have the time off it won't bother him too much he's had quite a you know a hard year he's learnt a lot but for me I've already put on two and a half stone during lockdown I'm, I'm down I'm half a stone so I'm really pleased but yeah I'm having to sort of put together like a little bit of a workout program for myself and mm-hmm. starting catch 5k again because yeah just to keep me fit and yeah. mm-hmm. it's easily done isn't it I've noticed massively since I mean obviously I got going again over the summer and riding and things and I felt a little bit fitter and a bit better and then I went back to school in September and I've just found work has been so head frying and so demanding it's unbelievable um I mean I used to be able to kind of manage my workload through the day so that really I didn't have to do anything most of the time on an evening or weekend and I just find that I'm just I'm either drained after my day and the thought of having to go and do anything more is just mind-blowing or, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing quite a lot of my skill work still on evenings and weekends at the moment. So yeah. um, I've, I've kind of do- not really done any exercise as a result. And then 
it's even things like I can't be bothered to cook so I just end up eating chocolate every night it's, it's I, so I difficult with the weather and winter sort of sort of coming in um no it's absolutely awful I've I jumped on Dan's um seven day wellness challenge and that was that was helpful but again it's I'm just it's that motivation so I am just going to sort of sign up again and join up with that I found it really helpful but along with that your showing world article as well was absolutely fantastic like so oh, well written and Oh, you were so honest as well, Sam, about like you are now about what it's like and sort of, you know, how the struggle, the struggle is real. Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit apprehensive about it because I just thought, you know, there are a lot of people in showing who are probably from sort of a, a similar enough background to me or, or feel the same pains kind of thing. But generally speaking, I do think, you know, people can afford to do it and probably are a lot more well off than me on the whole. Um, and I, I was a little bit scared of kind of saying, you know, actually, this is what my background looks like. And although I might appear fine on the surface, mm-hmm. um, no, I've I've really struggled at times. So I guess I wanted it to have the serious enough edge of kind of what I was covering um, topic wise. And it being kind of a real current issue, isn't it? To be honest, it's something really people is. are starting really to is. talk about. And you say that, Sam, and I think I, I just I don't I do think that other people are in the same position. A lot of people are in the same position, yeah. and they weren't sort of prior to this. I think it, you know most are feeling the pinch now, and I do, but yeah. I just think it's something that is uncomfortable, and especially sort of within horses and, and the equestrian community. So you know money, and it, it is a bit of a barrier, most definitely. And so therefore, I think it's not really talked about enough. Absolutely. And I mean, I've been quite lucky, really, with, um, you know, since opening my Instagram account um, an equestrian sponsorship hub and Laura Cutter, who, you know, has recently featured on an episode. I mean, Laura sort of said, you know, get doing some mindset stuff. And and she's just approached me to launch a new little project in January. So keep your eyes peeled on her page. But, you know, Showing World contacted me as well and, and said, similar, do you want to write an article? And I thought, yeah, you know, I haven't done any magazine writing for a little bit. I used to write for Horse Magazine and I used to do a, a blog for Pony Magazine and things and Showing World obviously is probably the main magazine I read actually. Yes. Um, just with it being sort of your free one that you get kind of through the door for being a member of a society. So um, I wanted to get the the first one about as right as I could really because I thought I don't want to come across like a know-it-all because I'm not an expert. I don't have a psychology degree or anything else and I thought I don't want to... I don't want to make it serious to the point where it's just depressing. I want it to still be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but again, I think unless you show your kind of vulnerabilities, it's not very relatable or no. motivational in the long run anyway. So I guess this one was all about sort of an, my background to why I've come to this way of thinking. And I mean, I've already written the second and third article and the second one is kind of winter blues and resilience and things like that. So I talked to, um, I think I talked to Amy Smith in that one um somebody else who else oh, I spoke to my friend Lorna actually as well and she's kind of got a few quotes in there and things as well and and then the third one it's kind of this idea of not not being just a show rider because for a long time I've found myself putting myself down going oh, I'm just a show rider when actually you know show riders are <laughs> on the whole are pretty versatile to be honest yep. and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the show riders I know and producers have come from various backgrounds whether it be point to point in racing and things or whether they go on to kind of move out of showing and you know look at Charlotte Desjardins is is key so Mm -hmm. um that one's kind of more to do with um 
sort of about bigging ourselves up a little bit really and and yeah I've, I've managed to talk to some great people I mean Jenny Keep is a friend of mine who I'm sure she won't mind me saying because obviously it's printed in the bit that she's put together for me but she she was diagnosed with a brain tumour she's like insanely brave to have gone through what she has and she's kind of going through the treatment and things at the moment and She's kind of talked about resilience and and cracking on and how horses have been her crutch throughout really and um and another one of my friends um Sophie she's kind of over your way um and Lindsay Hewitt do you know the two of them I've heard of Lindsay yeah yeah and well it's Lindsay's girlfriend um Sophie and basically like she lost her mum at the start of this year and it was absolutely out the blue and they've had so much misfortune and I'm Mm -hmm. talking kind of oh, you know, one of the falls had a fatal accident in the field and then they lost um, sort of Sophie's horse for a lifetime. It was her mum's favourite and they've just had oh. such a hard time. Yeah. Uh, so I spoke to both of them and, you know, it just puts things into perspective for you as well, doesn't it, really? Sometimes you think you've got it tough and then you hear how other people have got it and what they're doing and, and that in itself is inspirational. And I guess it's just a problem shared as a problem halved as well sometimes, doesn't it? Very much so, very much so. And like I've said, it really resonated with me reading it. And I know that, you know, the very, many, many people will feel exactly the same. And the honesty and like say other people's personal experiences and you put some tips in there as well. And I know from speaking to Dan and sort of the stuff that he's doing, there are things as well. You work through a lot of it and your mindful of the sessions that you put up on your Instagram are fantastic. Just to sort of keep positive and exactly what you say, sort of realising, I think as well, that you're not the only one, you're not on your own and that sort of, you know, you know we are all in this together and you know I think there's more resources as well isn't there some sort of coming mm-hmm. out especially in regards to sort of the equestrian community and things like that which is fantastic to see and it's just really nice <clears throat> excuse me that you're a part of that and such a great advocate as well for people sort of with horses and if anybody's encountered any issues or any problems <clears throat> in regards to mindset or you know just wants to take a look do head over to some for Osborne equestrian page on Instagram and check out a blog as well which is also amazing what have you got planned for 2021 then, Sam? You touched on a little bit of the stuff that you're doing with Laura and obviously your horse search. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd like to keep going with this writing. I mean, the two articles I've done so far, that kind of leads me up till about April already, really. Um, I will keep on with the horse search, but and if not saving for the horse, <laughs> trying to kind of work at rider fitness again a little bit more now. I think I've been a couch potato for too long. Um, same if you come across sort of anything that we've joined in um, anime fitness's seven day challenge five day challenge sorry before now but yeah i'm sort of i'm looking for anything i'm watching equestrian pilates and stuff like that and just yeah, yeah. Just stuff to it to improve my riding overall yeah definitely i mean one of the things that i was considering doing kind of for fitness and just as a bit of a challenge i've not really been out racehorses for some time i did a little bit over the summer i rode out once and, and stuff but i'm thinking about going over to malton again and starting to ride out it's just i dread after a monday to friday if i'm honest in school then getting up at five o'clock on a saturday to ride out in the freezing cold yeah. but um i've been with the cold i'm horrendous like i've nearly cried today it's been awful uh, hasn't it though it's in bad yeah. so yeah yeah, and I got to the the horses and they'd absolutely ploughed the gateway of the field because three others had broken out of their field. So I had to try and herd them or cut all my hands in hedgerow. And you know when you just feel completely miserable by the end of it. Oh, I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully just try and have some more positive experiences. I mean, if the shows are on, I will try and see what I can 
do really in terms of riding for other people again potentially um, I had a few things set up last year I had a highland to ride for example and mm-hmm. um, there's kind of a, a small hack um, and a part of Arab that I got offered the ride on so I'll just see really I'll, I'll kind of probably keep it as pressure free as I can keep working at the Instagram stuff a little bit as well um, just see really I mean you know at the start of this year my horses were in a field and we went into lockdown and I didn't envisage doing anything. Yeah. And look at how much has happened in, in that time. So I think whatever I say I'm going to do now next year will probably actually be not what I do anyway. I'll end up doing loads of other stuff. <laughs> no, definitely. But we'll most certainly look forward to keeping up to date with what you're doing. And hopefully we'll see you out and about as well. It'd be great if sort of shows are going ahead, sort of meet up and, and say hi. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. We'll have to do some... Um, sort of joint interviews or something <laughs> that would be fab wouldn't it yeah some of the shows the big events and stuff like that yeah we'll have to start sort of contacting people and, and getting in there now when when sort of we know what's going ahead I think that's put everybody back a little bit hasn't it well I mean sure it seem to be starting to be released and people are talking positively I mean the yes. vaccine's obviously encouraging and I just think I don't know for me for me it's all just become so normalized now I mean mm. I'm working in a pretty dangerous environment to some extent because I mean we have to wear masks in the corridors now but we've had kind of several whole year groups sent home for two weeks at a time and I mean I've never had a day off despite what's going on and you know apart from a bit of hand sanitizer that's it really yeah <laughs> so no it does a small room really with about 35 people all at once so people you know I guess are just kind of getting used to it now we're just getting on with it aren't we Yes, very much so. Well, there's nothing else you can do, is there? So it's adapt and overcome, shall we say, which is a good a good sentiment to take with us. Fabulous. Yeah, I mean, what I can see anyway on the news, we're back to Brexit chat again now. I, th- I think I'd rather listen to coronavirus again. <laughs> I agree. I agree completely. Fantastic. Um, Sam, have you got any gift guide recommendations, Christmas suggestions? Is there anything that you're buying for an equestrian friend um, at all? Oh, this is a good one. I mean, normally for my horses, they get absolutely spoiled with all the sort of range of equilibrium products treats, um, you yes. know, the crunches and things like that. I love their advent calendar. But this year I've decided the spoiled brats are getting very little and actually, no, I want to treat myself. And that's what I'm going to say most people should do. They should buy things for themselves this year because everybody's had a horrendous year. Whereas actually most people's horses have chilled out instead, haven't they? So in terms of a, a gift guide then, um, I mean, it, I guess what kind of budget are we talking about? I, if I was to sort of talk through some of the products that I adore, I mean, I absolutely love my um, Joshua Jones De Niro boots that I got. And if you're sort of wanting, you know, a really special piece of riding clothing for next year, I mean, my made-to-measure boots are absolutely beautiful and, and they came within kind of about six to eight weeks and they are like slippers to ride in. So wow. I can strongly recommend those and they make you look like you've got skinny ankles, which is always a bonus. Oh, I'll have to check those out. Obsessed today, aren't we? Really going about (laughs) fitness and weight loss. Um, And what else is there? Obviously, I have to 100% support Poshmuckers. Yes, that's quite a flash present, but will last a lifetime. Hopefully, to keep you ideally as dry and warm as possible in the cold weather. Um, so sensible I think they're a great Christmas gift I know that Amy was looking for some pants and stuff like that some coveralls and things yeah yeah definitely and I know they do vouchers so if you if you couldn't necessarily afford to get somebody that as a gift then at least you could get a voucher towards that mm. Mm. Yes, Jen, definitely. Definitely good. yeah definitely um, 
what have I got my eye on now? I know. What What do you want? What are you hoping? That now's your chance to drop a hint. <laughs> well, actually, my mum has got me um, another long coat. The you know the gorgeous Lemieux coats. The it's like a three quarter one, and it's got kind of the the fake fur stuff on the inside, oh. a bright coloured one with a hood for dog walking in. Because I'm just always freezing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other main theme of our conversation: being freezing today. Um, and what else? And well, Fergus had got me the exercise bike actually, which I've got early, so that's kind of my um, ploy to get fit really. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I had on my list. I had stacks of stuff, but again, everything seems to be just a daft price. Like I've been watching all of these um, videos and things, you know, like your true tutorials and your Instagram stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And people use these Dyson air wraps and I thought, oh, they look quite good until I looked at the £450 price tag to curl your hair and thought, yep, they can do it. Is that how much they are? I've seen them, the one that looks like a duck lip and it yeah. sucks your hair in. Yeah. Right. Well, 150 pounds i was like is this an actual joke when did everything become so expensive it's crackers that's too much yeah the, it, the curl looks good but it's not like you can even go out and show your curly hair off well we can't wear in tier two anyway but yeah <laughs> right okay. silly but um i guess like you know cheaper products i've i've bought a few things this year where i've been trying to support some of the smaller businesses so there's a company actually on facebook and they're based not too far from me. And the lady makes all of these products. She goes foraging for all of her ingredients. And um, she just makes them from home. But they look absolutely gorgeous. The sort of like the soaps and things that she makes are, you know, like what you'd pay fortune for in Lush products. Yes. Uh, big slabs of soap and bath bombs and things. And I absolutely love bath bombs. Um, but, you know, they're about pound fifty each. She doesn't make them for profit. And they're all kind of gorgeous natural products. And I bought a few things off her in the summer. She does horse bath bombs. And she does these kind of um, things that you add to water and the non-rinse. So that it could be like a, a citronella sort of non-rinse shampoo or something. Uh, yeah. And she, she's brought out kind of a Christmas range of heating gingerbread and cinnamon ones you know just for washing kind of the girth area and things when you yeah that's really nice oh she has the most gorgeous stuff anyway she does kind of a bit of a human range as well so I've supported her and her brand is called Tails Go Swish but Swish has got like three or four H's on it (laughs) Uh, like Swish Um, and then obviously the similar kind of brand book that I came across on um instagram is the i think they're called steed and soul are they have i got that right i've seen i know which ones you mean i do think yeah. i've seen them yeah steed and, soul. and and they've got gorgeous things as well like the massage soaps and and things for dogs and stuff as well so yeah i've kind of tried to really get behind small businesses and things mm. this year by kind of toiletries and smellies and things from from there rather than you know going to boots or, or like i said lush or wherever and spending a small fortune yeah, I think I think a lot of people have. I've seen quite a few posts out on Facebook asking for local businesses, and and I've done a bit of that myself. Like me and Emma were chatting before, and yeah, the different things I've bought, I've made sure I wanted to as well. It's supporting the local businesses, and you know, these have been non-essential businesses as well for the most part, haven't they? So it's sort of once they can sell to get there and to um, yeah, be supporting them. No, it's lovely. Fabulous, Sam. Thank you so much for joining us, and don't forget to check out the show in World. When's the next one out? I think they come out every other month, so that was December. So, that yeah, the next one won't be till until February. 
oh but it's the winter blues one isn't it so we'll definitely want to check back in with you then and you can sort of give us a summary <laughs> of some of the tips because we'll be like you say February by then and or winter will feel like it's been going um, on for quite some time yeah that's it by the start of February generally that's when everybody's most grim aren't they because January yes. always feels like a long month anyway but um I, th- I always used to think oh yeah we're nearly at Christmas we're halfway through winter it's not even really started has it <laughs> by that point I think we just call yes. ourselves that that's the ha- halfway mark and it's absolutely nowhere near no and then come come March we're all still crying that it's still raining and miserable <laughs> You've got a special episode that you've recorded for us that we're going to put out not this week, not this Monday, the Monday after. I've not given any hints or anything in regards to that. Do you want to give everybody a bit of a summary? So I have interviewed um, a very kind of long term friend that I've got. She's called Claire Batterby and she has worked in practically every sphere I guess or discipline um, of horses that you could possibly wish for predominantly I guess within hunting and showing her dad was a hunts master um, and she's got such a kind of colourful and wealth of knowledge and experience and she's been absolutely brilliant to me over the years you know she's taught me kind of everything from turnout tips to she's driven me to shows she's counseled me on the phone for hours on end you know she's and she's not done it for you know a single penny she's just done it purely out of friendship um but I thought it'd be really interesting to interview her and find out about kind of um breeding show ponies which she's done and kind of showing in the good old days which a lot of people you you see talking about I know Horse and Hound had done a kind of feature issue hadn't they of the good old days and and all the black and white photos and things which was quite nice so I thought again it's quite a relevant topic it's it's what people are kind of interested in of going back to the past and thinking about how things used to be so yeah yeah, I think um Claire's interview hopefully you'll find um very different and interesting and hopefully educational as well no it sounds like a great one thank you so much we love it when Sam comes on and Mm -hmm. talks for us so that will be out on the 28th of December just after Christmas and it's nice to just have that it was recorded earlier on in the year but it'll be a nice like you say a little bit of a reminisce over Christmas which is always festive anyway Mm -hmm. so no fabulous thank you so much and like I've said we will catch up with Sam again very soon Sam thank you so much for coming on my pleasure have a lovely Christmas to all of you the too. listeners and obviously to yourself and the team and the brand ambassadors of course I hope everybody gets everything they want fingers crossed that's the one and if not you know it doesn't matter as long as we're all safe safe somewhat and happy <laughs> yeah no, thank you fab. yeah okay I'll speak to you soon brilliant fab thank you so much Sam take okay. care bye see you later bye-bye Hey guys, this is Dan from DP Sports Performance Psychology here. I hope you're having a good time on a run up to Christmas. Today, I'm going to provide you with my recommendation for the Horsefeed UK's Christmas gift guide. I've got two products for you today. The first one is Perfect Mind, Perfect Ride, Sports Psychology for Successful Riding. This is a book by Dr. Inga Wolfram, and this covers everything from finding your own success, your own motivation, coping through adversity and psychological skills training such as goal setting, managing stress, focus, self-talk, visualisation, all the really core essentials that you need for successful riding and successful competition. And speaking of competition, it's even got preparation for competition. 
This is the start of the season, the planning, the weeks before with your mood, the day before, calling on your confidence and putting it all together on the day. This is a great book for you in the new year. So come on guys, have a look at Perfect Mind, Perfect Ride. Sports psychology for successful riding to help you in 2021. My next book is The Furious Method by Tyson Fury. Transform your mind, body and goals. This is a book by the Gypsy King himself. This incredible book brings together psychology, sports psychology, mental health and fitness all combined. Within this, he shares with us his psychological skills toolbox. This follows breathing techniques, controlling the controllables, visualization, stress and coping mechanisms. This is a great book that incorporates sports psychology, mental health and exercise. As Tyson Fury says... Nothing is impossible. If I can come back from the brink, you can too. So come on, you big dosser, let's get to it. that you enjoyed the catch up with Samantha Osborne there and those brilliant tips from Dan over at DP Sports Psychology. Next up, it's me and Amy this fortnight doing the ride review and this time we're making it something special. We're making it a book review. So for those of you that listened to episode 18, you'll have caught the interview with Jen. She is the author of Soaked Hair and Farrier Smoke and she's got a second book, Soaked Hair and Stable Mirrors, which I understand has been released now. So Jen was kind enough to give us a copy of the book and I understand that ahead of her second release, she has actually made it available free to download online. So do feel free to check it out over at thefurweatherrider.com. So we must put this with a little bit of a caveat. This was, let's say, an adult fiction book, an over 18 book. It's definitely more one for... I don't know, the ladies, the older ladies, older the ladies. The Fifty Shade of Grey lovers. The Fifty Shade of Grey. We're not quite going that extreme. It's definitely romantic fiction and not erotic fiction. <laughs> but like I said, I wouldn't want to be caught reading this to a 10-year-old because you no. might get arrested. It's not the uh, Pauline Thompson sisters, is it? No, it's not a stable for Jill. No. <laughs> it's, it's for those of us that grew up with a stable for Jill and are now plus 25. <laughs> Plus 18. I think, yeah. So, no, it was a really, really good book. Like I said, we spoke to Jen, the author, um, last on the last show. Um, now, I must say, Amy, the main character's called Jen. Yeah, that got me really confused when you were saying Jen. I was just like, can you pause for a second? Are you saying the right name? Because the author's down as F.W. Ryder, and... And you're saying Jen, and that's the lead character, Sam. No, so Jen, like I spoke to Jen, and those of you that listened to episode 18 will know she has firmly said this is not an autobiography, this is not her <laughs> life story. Um, the FW Rider stands for Fairweather Rider because she much prefers, a bit like myself, Ames. A bit. To only ride on the <laughs> nice days. So, yeah, it's a fantastic story. It's about Jen, who's the main character. And she's like like the most of us are actually, you know, she works, I think she works in publishing and she's also, um, she's a, a horse owner and she keeps her horse on livery yard and she comes across the very, very handsome farrier Eddie. 
Haven't we all? Have we, Amy? Where I'm not. Where are these where, where sexy farriers? I've not seen one on it's this show. You're too busy scurrying around with your head down because you know you'll whack. <laughs> yeah, like rubbish because I've no makeup on. Yeah, and there's a man in my presence, so goodness me, we're not used to seeing that. But yeah, I think it's it does play up on a little bit of, you know. Yeah. I think I like the fact that the lead character, it's not just even though it's horsey related, it's not all horses because as we all know it's very easy to take over and it's nice to leave characters like so relatable because she's got a normalish job and does everything else yeah and also like the there obviously it is about horses but the, there is a plot twist which we won't go into there's there's a the secondary sort of story going on it's not just romance a little bit of a mystery that we definitely want to read the next yeah, book to find to out than just a love story yes yeah but the love story and the little bit of raunchiness that is in there mm-hmm. definitely makes it an extremely enjoyable readable book so i for one would 100 percent recommend that as yep. um well it's a book recommendation but also as we are doing sort of christmas gift guides on on this this fortnight show that is definitely one of my recommendations for the christmas gift guide it's a series as well so you can get to the other ones out now as well yes it? it is no definitely yeah it's available to buy on amazon i believe and obviously yeah. you can check her out at the website of the fairweatherrider.com is it dot com or dot co.uk oh no you're asking i think it's, you should know this i stuff. should know this stuff but we'll link it anyway don't you worry it's linked in the show notes guys so just take a look over there but yeah so definitely one of my christmas gift guide recommendations something else that i also love but i've got to be a little bit careful because amy sat with me <laughs> i've also ordered from welly banter creations oh. We had the lovely Charlotte on, on the last show, whom I love, because she's just so much fun and absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and she does a lot of personalised gifts and products, um, cups and mugs and cards and wrapping paper and things like that. So, yes. Um... I was getting Stuart lovers. I don't like these stirrup loads there you need them I'll need to get you some more stirrup loads but then when I looked online I was like would an adult's 54 be okay she's like no I'm midget Top child so it's like a child leather but yeah so bar stirrup leathers I'm recommending purchases from Welly Banter Creations obviously by the time you're hearing this I think we may have missed the last post for delivery but they also do vouchers and things like that you know which I'm sure Charlotte can sort of send you over and there's always you know January sales to look at yay yay have you any recommendations amy what would you recommend for the equestrian in your life well actually it's this Kylie that put me onto this all right okay and it's something a little bit different because i'm like the least girly girl ever but she showed me some jewelry and it's like horsey shooting doggy related right. kind of jewelry so they've got earrings rings and they're really really nice and the company's called alf and co all right and i saw them on facebook and it's really lovely jewelry but it's really sensibly priced it's not over the top and for someone that's a bit horsey or go, likes hunting and stuff like mm. that i think if you're not sure what to get them and don't want to go down the obligatory here's something with a horse on it and make it a bit special mm. it's a really nice idea who doesn't like a little bit of sparkle oh i'll have to definitely not horse Amy's <laughs> very much like but no I'll have to check those out and you guys do the same so there are our recommendations we've got Portly one of our BAs up next she's got another for you and obviously there were Sam's previously we love to keep up to date with what you guys are buying and giving on Facebook we've noticed that a lot of you have been buying local which we think is absolutely brilliant supporting small businesses yeah. and so forth like we always say on the podcast it's free to get involved free to join in if anybody wants any advertisement or wants a product feature on the show they only have to contact us over at the website thehorsefeeduk.co.uk those were mine and Amy's suggestions if anybody's looking for an equestrian gift for a horsey friend we also reached out and asked the brand ambassadors what they would recommend too 
we spoke to Portly and she said that for her Christmas gift recommendation, she would have to say that Zafina hair accessories said that you should just go out and buy them and make 2020 your best year yet after the year that we've had. So that they do a variety of accessories, but for the show ring, she loves the jeweled bun. The nets and the scrunchies bring so much bling into the ring with her. She says she's a complete magpie who loves all that glitters and shines and nothing makes her hair look smarter and contained. And she says her hair is very wild than the Zafina accessories. She says that not only does she use them with the horses at, an, at those events, but she also has them as a statement piece in the showroom with the dogs. Portly also shows at Crufts. Um, my scrunchie is huge, accompanied by the sparkliest and most colourful gems on the knotted rope bun net. They especially shine under the light. She would definitely recommend these as a great Christmas gift for those who are wanting to look the best in the ring, especially for those who adore sparkly options. So definitely go and check out Zafina hair accessories. If you go over to Portly's page you'll see I think that she's got a direct link as well and we will also show you some photos in the video for this episode so thank you Portly a great recommendation we hope that you found those reviews and suggestions interesting and that it at least gives you something to go over and take a look at all of the businesses that we've mentioned have got a presence on Facebook and Instagram, so do reach out and let us know what you think. Every fortnight on the show, we do put out a post that says if you want to mention a shout out for your social media account to let us know. This is open to businesses as well as individuals. It's just a way of keeping the community feel. We love keeping up to date with you on social media and we like seeing your progress and what you're up to. If you want to be featured, all you've got to do is hashtag the host feed UK. So in today's show, we want to give some mentions and some shout outs too. We've got, of course, the guests that are featured on today's show. Do check out Samantha Osborne Equestrian, The Fairweather Rider, DP Sports Psychology and TheDressageCoach.com. TheDressageCoach.com have a brilliant website and you can sign up for such an amazing price and they've got loads of discount vouchers and offers online right now. So we want to say hello to The Fairweather Rider, Lucy J Richards Eventing, Hughes K Equestrian, Fudgy Chunks UK, Small Strides, Jake the Gypsy Cobb and Kerry Bell. Hi guys, thank you so much for liking and following. We love keeping up to date with what you've been up to. From Facebook, we want to give shout outs to Cheryl Bernadette Buckley, Kerry Lou Dawson Bell, Katie Moore, Portly French, Samantha Osborne, Kerry Campbell and Dan AP. With special mentions to Equilibrium Products, Showing World and Amy Griffiths Photography. Don't forget to hashtag the Horse Feed UK on all your posts for your chance to be featured in the shoutouts. If you've got a special mention or recommendation or anything that you'd like to hear on the show, please do contact us online over at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk. We love keeping up to date with all your accounts online. Please do follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with latest episode releases and how you can get involved. Training tips with thedressagecoach.com Hi guys, it's Maddie from The Dressage Coach here. Today's training tip is going to be about transitions and how to ride good ones. So uh, the most important thing to remember in transitions, it doesn't matter whether they are upwards transitions, so transitions from halt to walk or walk to trot, um, or downwards transition, so canter to trot, trot to walk, they always need to be forward. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes we see is they're very, very backwards. So how do we deal with that? Well, we make sure we're not riding the transition from our reins. They need to be ridden from your seat and your legs. 
The most important thing to remember is that transitions also require a degree of suppleness so the horse can stay soft through his back and neck. So not only have we got to make sure there's enough energy for the transition, we need to make sure that the horse is soft, supple and around our leg. So let's think about a walk to trot transition. We need to make sure that the horse is nicely onto the contact and uh, is going forward, is in, in front of our leg or at least off our leg and um, is listening to us. Uh, nice and soft in the hand and we're going to make sure that the walk has a good amount of energy in it otherwise getting up to the trot is going to be really really difficult and we want the horse to be able to stay over his back so make sure your walk's nice and active make sure the horse is accepting of your hand and your leg um, and think about having a nice and soft just with that little tiny bit of flexion just so that you know he's soft at the pole and then we're going to increase the energy with our legs we're going to ask for a bit more ready to push him up into that trot so if we were going to look at a transition downwards which i think is the one that people generally find harder um they generally are either very abrupt or they're a bit messy and flat um it's because, again, there isn't enough suppleness and there isn't enough energy. So even though we want to come down a pace, we still want the energy for the horse to be going forwards and taking you forwards. So make sure as you're preparing for your downwards transition that you have got the horse again nice and soft around your leg and over his back and through his neck, accepting your contact, accepting your hand. And then you want to really think about you know bringing the horse together a little bit with your seat your legs so you've got to keep the energy with the legs but your seat you need to sit a little deeper i personally find it really um beneficial and i get my clients to breathe out with the downwards transition it stops us becoming tense and tight and if we're not we're not transferring that to the horse and it's encouraging the horse in a positive way so if we're going to get our horse ready for a downwards transition we could be trotting along and we're going to put our leg on a little bit and we're going to make sure the horse has plenty of energy that doesn't mean we want him rushing off we just want lots of nice energy there nicely contained into our hands so we do want him on the contact doesn't mean he has to be perfectly on the bit but accepting the bit so we're going to have the horse like that and um, we're going to have him nice and soft around our inside leg and just with that tiny bit of flexion so that we know we've got that softness and then we're going to ask him to come back with our seat and as we're going to ask him to come back with our seat we're going to breathe out so there's relaxation down to the next pace now what's really important is that we don't stop riding in the transitions we need to keep our ourselves going we mustn't go oh it's done and stop riding because the stride after the transition actually happens still needs to be a good one we can't let the horse come back to trot and then just go flat or run on so we might have to really use our leg to keep the horse going forward still even though we've come back to walk or we might need a double half halt or just the one half halt just to say just wait a little bit if they've lost a little bit of balance that's fine we can help them okay guys i hope that was helpful uh if there's anything you would like me to do a training tip on uh just either message me at the dressage coach or the guys at the horse feed uk and i'll look forward to seeing you next time bye guys
A digital coaching platform offering a range of services for riders of all ability, including virtual training, mindset and performance, and nutrition and fitness. TheDressageCoach.com Thank you very much for joining us for today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. As always, please do let us know what you think. Get us online at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk and feel free to DM us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be back on Monday the 21st of December with a special show just ahead of Christmas to announce and let you know who the winner of the Horsefeed UK Christmas Cover Star competition is. There is still time to enter over at the website, so please do head over there and check it out. Until next time, we hope that you all stay safe and happy riding. Hello, baby. A big thank you to Samantha Osborne for entering our cover star competition. As you will see, her horse, Steel or Blue Native, is now the cover star of the Horse Feed UK. You can enter our Christmas cover star competition over at the website. There's some great prizes to be won, so don't forget to check that out at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk.